You're listening to Run, Thrive, Survive with Sierra Carter. With Sierra Carter. If you're looking for more energy, more productivity, and just an overall happier life, you're right where you need to be. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Run, Thrive, Survive. I'm your host, Sierra Carter, and we are here on the Quick Tip Edition. <laughs> and God, we have a fun, we have a fun podcast today. Um, really, today's podcast, I, I want to run you through um just a runner's mind, right? When you're in a race itself, because if you haven't, I feel like this equates to so many things in life. And maybe if you haven't run a race, maybe you'll understand this running, running, um, just running your life because how you start is not how you finish. And you can get so far ahead where you get far ahead of yourself and then you come crashing down, but it's not the end. And that's kind of, that's kind of the theme of, um, this, this entire episode today. And it's kind of humorous, but at the same time, like it's a really good learning opportunity. And I just kind of want to run you through like what that looks like for a runner. And if you're training for maybe your first marathon, maybe your first ultra, I, I just, just keep this in mind because I, we, we get cocky and a lot of people don't talk about this side of it. A lot of people will say that they, you know, will find every excuse to why they didn't get what they wanted. And I personally just blame myself, but I, I, I laugh about it and I, I laugh and I'm not like, ah, it's so funny. I, I laugh because it's like, I almost knew better, but you don't in the moment. So I want to tell you guys kind of the story about the big Cottonwood Marathon. I know a lot of you were following me on Instagram. Um, a lot of you, thank you guys so much. You guys were extremely excited for me, which I was really excited about. Um, but we'll, we're just going to say that it was one of those like lessons learned. I trained as hard as I could, but I know there's a lot of things that I should have been doing. So for starters, how it went, I went through the big Cottonwood Marathon in Utah, um, Salt Lake City, Utah, and it's put on by Revel. Um, the Revel races and they're incredible. I absolutely love them. They are some of the best organized races I have seen outside of a major. I personally would say go run a Revel race, but just be careful. Make sure you can train downhill. If you guys are in the flatland states, I, I just, I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I came from Florida and did it last year and it broke me in half. Um, and even training it as much as I did, and training the race course for this year, I still kind of broke me in half. So I, I don't know. You guys just make your own judgments. I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't. Just there's a lot of things you should take into account. Okay. And maybe you can hear it on this story. So at the start line, like I personally, I don't know. I wasn't really nervous, but I wasn't really excited. I don't know. It, it was a weird feeling, right? Where your thoughts are going up to the top of the mountain. You're like, oh, I guess I'm, I guess I'm running this. Like, is this real life? Is this I guess this is what I've been training for. I mean, like I wasn't, I felt weird about it. And I just, I didn't feel like it was actually happening at that moment. Now the, the morning was normal. Like my stomach, everything was cooperating. Like it was a really great morning. It was perfect race conditions. I mean, fifties at the start line, probably like 85 at the finish line. So maybe not quite perfect conditions at the end, but it was enough, right? Like it, it got me through it. And you, here's the thing as a runner, when you're in this mental state and I, hopefully you can, hopefully you can relate. It's one of those, like, I just don't know how this race is going to go. 
I know they always say like manifest, uh, bring that, bring it into existence. Like do your best like thing, like be that, be positive. You're gonna, you're gonna kill it. I just couldn't dig that out of myself that morning. Like it just, it wasn't there. It, I, I just don't know. Like it wasn't there, but like, I wasn't negative either. I wasn't like, oh, this race is going to go horrible. I'm so worried about it. And like pretty much quitting before I got up to the start line, I pretty much was like, I'm just going to take this one step at a time. And we're just, I don't know. Like I'm just, I, we're here. We are here. So that's kind of how like the thoughts went in that first part. Now the first couple miles, like I felt good. I was like, I'm cruising. I'm feeling good. And that's when the confidence honestly started building. So anybody that tells you that you have to go into a race confident is wrong. You don't. Um, you shouldn't go in like not confident, but you shouldn't have to have all this confidence just to get up to the start line, right? Like you're never going to always be motivated. Just get up to the start line. You'll figure out the rest. And so around mile like three or four, they had a little bit of an uphill and that did kind of break me. And it kind of was like, Oh, is this like worth it? Like maybe I should just choose a different race. Like that's when the thoughts start like creeping in, to be honest with you, with you. And it was mile three or four today uh, on this race that I was like, ah, I don't know. Maybe I should just choose a different race to really race. Right. And this is kind of where it goes back to like the mental race strategies, like take it one mile at a time. Don't worry about mile 26 when you're at mile two. Um, how you're going to feel at mile 26 is like so far off of how you feel at mile two, whether it's negative or positive, it's so far off. And I was just, I kind of started to panic a little bit around mile three or four. Cause I was like, wow, my mind's not really here. I'm trying to pull it back. I'm trying to like recognize that these thoughts are normal. Like when no, what nobody tells you in the marathon is you're going to have horribly negative thoughts and you're going to have thoughts that replace that right away. And then they're going to turn negative and then they're going to replace that right. And you're going to, it's going to be this constant push and pull the entire time. So I don't want you to sit here and think like marathoners, the ones that cross the finish line, like everyone's happy the entire race. Cause we're not like, we're just not happy the entire race. You're, you want to give up at least 10 times in the middle of that race, at least 10 times, if not more, but you keep going. So it's literally a struggle between telling your body to keep going and your mind's telling you to quit the entire time. And that's why I like to talk about like your mind, right? Like it's a separate entity from you because it's your, your thoughts do not have to drive your actions. I know a lot of controversy goes to that and people are like, well, your thoughts do drive your actions. And yes, you're right, but they don't have to. And I think that's, what's so interesting about runners because we have these negative thoughts and we're like, we just gotta keep going. I don't really care. So that's kind of how this race went. And honestly, up until about mile 12 or 13, again, I was doing fine. I kind of just got lost in like other thoughts, other like scenarios I was running through and problems I was solving in my head. And around mile 12 or 13, I got emotional. And this was interesting. I've never gotten emotional during a race. Um, I like kind of started tearing up and I was like, wow, I'm really doing this. I made it this far. I'm really proud. Like I felt like the miles flew by till mile 12 or 13. And I was like, honestly, I'm halfway there. Like, like it was just an emotional, proud moment. And I don't, I, maybe I should have thrown a red flag down and thought, oh God, like what's going on? That's never happened to me. Usually I'm just very chill until I get to the finish line. And then miles 16 and 17 came 
and I was still flying and I still felt good, you know, and this is where I started to pick up the positivity. I was like, wow, I've made it this far. I'm almost out of the Canyon, you know, mile 19, you're out of the Canyon. I still needed some water. I'm seeing people I know, like all of us are still flying down. Like the thoughts were incredible. Like we're, we can do this. And then mile 19, I was even more proud. Cause that's like, that's when you made it out of the Canyon. And you're like, I have seven miles left. And I know that sounds like a lot to a lot of people, but seven miles in a marathon, like you, that is home stretch. That is like, you did it. Like, keep going. Like you are almost there. And then it hit the fan. Oh, yep. Sorry. I Did I say that on a podcast? That's okay. Sorry guys. Cover your, cover your, cover the kids ears. Yeah. Everything imploded at mile 20 and a half, which I think is really interesting because I know almost everybody that had a problem with this, with this mile. And let me explain why. So it wasn't really, God, this is what makes me so upset about this race. I feel like I mentally gave up because it wasn't my body that gave out. I know a lot of other people who said like their hips, their knees, a lot of things gave out at this mile because mile 2021 was when you went from going down for 20 miles downhill, right smack dab into flat and almost rolling hills. Like they're small hills, but they were rolling hills and that breaks your body. But I panicked and I've never experienced in a race dizziness and a tight chest along with ringing ears. I've never experienced that before. And I have, I have a huge feeling that came from the 5,400 elevation or yeah, 5,400 elevation drop. And I'm still trying to figure out what exactly it was. So it never happens again. But this is where your mind does meet you physically, right? Like my mind, like I noticed all this, I saw this and I panicked. And that's when I started walking. And I was so upset that I started walking and I was like, okay, I can recover from this. But here, here's the thing. And this is why I always try to tell people whatever, whatever you can do, however fast, however much you can fight through it, do not walk. Because the minute that I started walking was the minute I gave up. And that sucked. That sucks so much. I don't know if you've ever tried to like walk around. I know that people do the fart licks and I don't know how you do that. Because when I stop and I start walking, I found that sense of relief. My mind found that sense of relief I've been craving for 20 miles and now that I panic because I'm dizzy, I'm kind of dehydrated and my, my chest is tight. My body is like, please just do this walk run. Like nothing, it, like my mind's starting to tell me like it, nothing is worth your health on this one. And I panicked and I started walk running the last six miles. And that was devastating to me because no matter how much I tried, I tried, I mean, I even did, I did every strategy. Like this is where every single runner like pulls out every trick that they've ever had in their life. And I couldn't pull it through. And I was devastated because I started looking for water and panicking. It was getting hot. I mean, we went from like probably a 50 degree, 40, 50 degree Canyon to 80 degrees right away in the sun. And I mean like, oh, everything fell apart. So that's kind of like my thought process, right? Like you, I, I'm mad because I'm not as sore as I was hoping I'd be because I gave it my all. I feel like my mind gave up before my body this time and kind of like reflecting back on it the past few days, like as of recording of this podcast, I've really come to terms with, I did, I mentally gave up on this race because I don't think I deserve that Boston qualifier. So I know I just like threw that one at you. I just threw this 
curveball of, I don't, I don't deserve this Boston qualifier. But I think there's a huge part of me that actually just gave up walking because it was like, you're not going to be able to do it. And why would you go to Boston? Because you guys know the story. Hopefully, you know the story if you're listening by now. I was supposed to run Boston in 2020 and I just, they canceled it. They wouldn't let us in. And then they let, every, they wouldn't let people in the, in 2021 because they opened the field too big. And then they let the virtual runners in. And it's like, I lost this race five times. So like mentally now, I cannot get myself to qualify. Like I've tried so hard and I give up. And I know I'm a stronger runner than that. Like I've done the miles, I've done the training and I know I'm a stronger runner, but mentally you guys, sometimes like things like that, those thoughts, they overpower you. And like, it's interesting, right? Where I literally just said at the beginning of this podcast, your thoughts do not have to determine your actions. But in this case, I keep letting my thoughts determine my actions midway through the race. And that's kind of like what I really like really want to have you like walk away with today is notice these things, notice them in your races. Like, are you letting your thoughts determine like how this race is going to go? Or are you letting your training in your body determine it? When I qualified my Boston qualifier back in 2019, the entire time my mantra was run with your heart. Your legs are going to give out first. I'm starting to see that I might have to flip that. I honestly might have to flip that mantra, run with your legs, your heart's going to give out first because of everything I've been through with this race and trying to qualify for it. So it's interesting. And this is why, oh God, I just love the mental side of everything because it's so powerful. Like, yes, you can manifest anything you want, but you've just, you've got to make everything match together. Like you have to get it on the same page. And this is where training comes in to play. And why I always tell people, Put yourself in every situation in training. Put yourself in every situation and notice and realize how you react to it. Does your mind give up? Does your body give up? What do you have to work on? Because 100% it is my mind for me. And I'm honestly, I can almost guarantee you if you're struggling on this plateau of running, it's your mind. It is not your body. Your body is an incredible, um, me- like, I would say mechanical being like it, it can do anything it needs to do for you. You have to convince your mind that it can, and you have to convince yourself that you deserve to succeed and excel in whatever your mind's telling you, you can. So that's how, um, the race went. I finished in three hours and 43 minutes and 48 seconds. Unfortunately, I, everybody was so excited. I guess I was on pace to like end at like three hours and 15, 17 minutes. And it's heartbreaking. It is so heartbreaking when you get that far and then it just all falls apart. Um, I definitely cried at the end. I definitely cried when I passed that finish line. Some lady came up to me. She's like, I hope these are happy tears on top of it. There's a lot going on in life right now, but I cried like a baby and it wasn't like anger. It wasn't like resentment. It was just like, I just gave this my all. And it's just like, you gave up at the end. Like it, it was, it was an odd feeling. So I just want you guys to not feel alone. I want you guys to go from here and just know that there's so, there's so much training you can do, but nothing good is going to happen until you can get your mind in the right spot. Like, don't let your mind give up on you. Do not let yourself, like, do not trick yourself like that because your mind isn't you. It doesn't determine all your actions. You give it the power to determine its actions. You can fight against it. It's just taking training and encouragement. So you guys, 
I hope this helps you. If you guys have any other questions, um, please feel free to reach out. I got my email in, in the show notes. Happy to hear from you guys. And if there's a topic that you want to hear talked about, let me know on that as well. Other than that, you guys get out there and run your lives and don't let life run you. See you guys later. Yeah.